2: FM 96.1 AM 11:70 The answer
0: Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5'2 and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
3: Hello. Happy Friday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea and Kay show. I am dynamite in a dress. Dynamite leg warmings, leg warmers tonight because it's getting chilly here in San Diego. It was like low 60s today and drizzly and cloudy. I thought, what is this? I didn't move to San Diego for this Seattle type weather, but you know what? I'm still in a great mood because I get to be here with all y'all right here like I am every night from 6 to 7 p.m. on FM 96.1 and AM 1170. Glad to be rolling out the end of this week, though. This is our final show of this week. Got a lot to cover here. And I would love to hear from you guys and what's on your mind. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And the man who will take your calls, should you decide to call in, is DJ Carrot Sticks. Friday, Friday, Friday is my favorite day. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get them out of here.
4: Friday is my favorite day. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's mine too. Even if the weather isn't very good, um, not that I'm not enjoying being in here, because you know I am. But um, question for you, DJ Carrotsticks: Did you feel anything strange this morning happening at your apartment? An earthquake. Did you feel it? No, no, I didn't either. But what it did happen? And I and I posted on Facebook. I ended up taking the post down. But my windows started moving back and forth. Oh, he's laughing at me. And it was not an earthquake. At first, I thought, I hadn't heard about Alaska yet, and I thought, are we having an earthquake? Then immediately, I was like, no, this isn't an earthquake, because the ground ain't moving. I mean, we've been in earthquakes many times, have we not, DJ Carrot sticks? A couple times, yeah. Yeah, just a few. I, You know, I, it hadn't, been, I hadn't lived in San Diego long before the Northridge earthquake, which literally knocked me out of my bed one morning. So, I've been in many, many earthquakes, and central to an earthquake is the ground actually moving? So I posted on Facebook, why did why why were my windows, you know, moving like they were? I didn't hear a jet over. And I and I thought maybe somebody was gonna tell me that the space people, Elon Musk's group, had fired something off and that's what it was. And everybody kept telling me Alaska had an earthquake. Well, I don't think Alaska's earthquake that many miles away. If, you know, cause my windows to move. But anyway, I'm still searching for answers for that. Any ideas, DJ Karasdase?
4: No, I was just going to say maybe, you know, I know you can see Russia from Alaska. Maybe they had something to do with it.
3: No, it's more like I can see Miramar from my house. And, you know, I was wondering if there was maybe a sonic boom or something that caused it. And some, you know, something I'd missed in terms of the space race. Um, But speaking of Alaska, they did have a major earthquake, which is – and I've been in much smaller ones. I've never been in one that big. The small ones are freaky. It's horrifying. It's scary. Um, The damage to homes, you know, I think it's yet to be determined because you can have structural issues to your home into your business or whatever that you don't even see for a while. And so
4: from the images, you could see the ground just like opened up. Yeah. It's scary.
3: Yeah. It's really, really scary. And, you know, we live along the fault lines here in San Diego. There's a fault line not far from where we're at right now in the studio. And so it's, it's really, really scary. So thoughts and prayers for everybody in Alaska still waiting and find out though, what caused my windows to shake. Uh, speaking of shaking, um, we got, a, we got a, a shaky, uh, I'm trying to segue here from an earthquake. We got a couple of hot witches on the show tonight. Let me put it that way. We got Jenny Beth Martin is going to be back from Tea Party Patriots to talk about leadership and what went wrong after the midterms elections and uh, and what that has to do with the Mueller investigation. She's going to be here. And then first time on the Andrea Kay show was Rachel Alexander. You've probably seen her before uh, because she's on Newsmax on a regular basis as well as other media outlets. And she's a contributor to Town Hall And she's the founder and editor of The Intellectual Conservative. Because, yeah, we're intellectual, those of us who are conservative. She's going to be here uh, to weigh in on an issue that involves being criminalized, being prosecuted. Wait for this. we got 6,000 migrants down at the border. And supposedly the rumor is here in San Diego, by the way, is that they're going to be rushing the border to make a big statement when the next Mexican president gets inaugurated this weekend. Uh, it, did you know that in certain parts, if you criticize migrants, you can go to jail. So Rachel Alexander is going to be here to talk about that. And, um, then we've got here of the week and stink of the week later on in the show. Speaking of stinky though. Oh, wow. Um, so, so much breaking news involving in the Mueller investigation. And last night I just... You know how frustrated I am. Those of you who've been listening to the show for a while know that you know I have been so concerned about this this deep state for a while and what's going on. This is the greatest scandal in the history of our country. I don't need to re- redo my rant from last night. You know where I stand on that. And so today, but it's it, but it's as though every day. There's more and more coming out about it, and I'm still scratching my head to try to figure out why the Trump administration hasn't gone Jimmy Doolittle. I posted the link to 30 seconds over Tokyo, by the way, for those of you who didn't, didn't get the reference, and I'm even asking it even more today as to where is the sense of urgency on the part of shutting this down, because guess what happened today? Because uh, by the way, as I stated last night, what's going on with the weaponized FBI and the DOJ is, has been a 2 prong thing. It's not just about a coup attempt to take down President Trump, but it was also involving the cover-ups of the crimes of Hillary Clinton. And so today – so it's a two-pronged thing. We find out today that the whistleblower, the whistleblower who ratted out – he was a government contractor. He contacted the IG's office, Horowitz's office, on the in- documentation that he had involving the Uranium One scandal and the Clinton Foundation – And so according to the whistleblower act, see, I didn't really know all the ins and outs, but according to, I think it was a 2016 act, no, or maybe 2006 act, their whistleblowers have been given special protections. And the reason why whistleblowers within the government have been given special protections is because the American people deserve transparency and we cannot be in a tyrannical state in which the government is doing exactly what it's doing right now. Which is being weaponized and turning us into some type of dictatorship uh, banana republic in which they are just flat out persecuting, committing crimes and graft all over the place, and then hiding it from the American people and or persecuting people for their political views. So we're supposed to be able to provide protections for whistleblowers, right? Right. And certainly any whistleblower who came out against Donald Trump would be provided the greatest protections there are. I mean, think of, think of Christine, think how Christine Blasey Ford was treated. She was, she was treated as a whistleblower against Kavanaugh by being, by being given the royal treatment. The entire government came to a screeching halt for this woman. And she was considered to be, uh, he was, he was considered guilty until proven innocent. She was, that was, that was kind of like whistleblower treatment, was it not? Because it was going against somebody that was a conservative in the government. So this guy, Kane, the whistleblower, who was in possession of the documents surrounding the Clinton Foundation and Uranium One, he gets visited today by none other than 16 agents. And you know, one of the things I've talked about is that I'm tired of hearing about the leadership of the FBI. It's only a few people at the top, four or five people. Oh, no. Because let me tell you, these 16 agents who showed up at this man's house, his name is Dennis Nathan Kane. They're just as much a part of the problem because they were told at the door from this man that he was given protections. He was a whistleblower, that he was given protections by the U.S. government, that he had already, the documents they were there to get, he had already handed over according to the legal process, and they had no right to come in. But they pressured him and they bullied him, and they came in. He handed over the documents, and even then, they spent six hours. Six hours in his home going through anything and everything of his home to trying to find out more about him. He had already handed over everything. In fact, there's an article on the Daily Caller that goes in the detail about how he – there's very specific procedures that have to take place when you're a whistleblower to get the documents to the intelligence uh, apparatus within the government and they were and they were done he met with somebody from Harwitz's office who met with him he handed over the thumb drive that was then following the protocols and the in the chain of custody of the documents were then given to Jeff Sessions everything was followed to the T there was absolutely no business for them showing up at his door today and when he told them – so if we were to give these 16 agents the benefit of the doubt that they didn't know he was a whistleblower, when he told them that he was given whistleblower protections under the Whistleblower Act, which is law, they had no right to come into his home from that moment forward. And then even after he gave them documents that had already been turned over, they spent six hours there, and then it gets even worse because then even after those same agents were given his, the phone number for his attorney – And told to contact his attorney for anything else, they didn't. They called him again later, directly going around his attorney. Every one of those 16 agents, in my opinion, should have been fired on the spot today. And this is happening under the Trump administration. Meanwhile, we already know what's been going down with Jerome Corsi, with Cohen, with, with Roger Stone, with Manafort. With Papadopoulos, it's like Dershowitz said. He put out an article today. He said, this is worse than a witch hunt. This is not just in being in search of a crime. Even though we've got Fourth Amendment rights in this country, you're not supposed to be under investigation without probable cause that a crime has been committed. They're not just in search of a crime. They're actually creating crimes as a part of this investigation. And then they are blatantly violating a man's rights in his home. And for what? They already have the documents. That was nothing more than a shakedown on him and a message to him. That was like uh, that was like um, the foot soldiers for Don Corleone showing up. That was a threat to him. That was a threat to him, and that was a threat to anybody else that might want to push back against the Clintons or the Democrats. we got a real serious problem here. And I know that everybody says that Trump needs to wait until December and needs to wait until after this. No. No, we need to stand up to this now. Jenny Beth Martin is going to be here from the Tea Party Patriots in a minute to talk about the GOP leadership and and what they should be doing about this. Because let me tell you, we are all this man, Kane. Because if this can happen to him, it can happen to any of the rest of us. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
1: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K.
3: Spelled K A Y E.
2: FM, 96.1, North Cali. AM, 1170, San Diego. The answer.
0: This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth
1: Financial Network.
5: Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome
1: to this edition of The Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. That traditional three-legged retirement stool that we've talked about for years, that's pension plans, your personal savings, and Social Security benefits. Well, that particular retirement stool, just a little bit wobbly right now. The personal savings, however, often ends up being the weak link for people. And so this is where it really becomes important for you to understand your projected Social Security benefits, your retirement income, and the amount that you need to save to get the job done for you and your family. So if you need help with that, I invite you. Come on in and see me. I do meet with everybody personally, and I offer an absolutely free retirement planning consultation. All you have to do is call the office and schedule your visit, 800-727-PLAN. That is my office number here, 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com.
6: This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
2: Call for your free information kit, 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer.
1: Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Um, before the break, I was given the latest on the Mueller investigation, this horrendous situation in terms of the FBI. I, I, don't, I, I feel like I'm at a loss for words on the, uh, how horrifying, frightening, scary, disturbing it is to see the tyranny coming out of the FBI and the Department of Justice at this point. And you just feel so frustrated as voters, not just as an American citizen to see this going on in our country, but also as voters. Because one of the reasons why President Trump was elected was to drain the swamp, and when people chanted lock her up, it was not just about Hillary Clinton and the crimes that she committed. It was about the fact that the American people understood the tyranny that was going on with the FBI and the DOJ. Even then, even before all what we knew about the FISA warrants and the planning of spies in the in the Trump campaign and the spying that went on and everything from Comey and Struck and Page, even before then, the American people knew that there were two sets of laws. One for the American people, the peasants, and one for the elites who were getting away with crimes and how the government was being used to silence the opposition and the tyranny that was going on. The American people wanted that rule of law restored. And to see that it's only getting worse with the deep state is incredibly frustrating as a voter because we're supposed to be represented by our elected officials, and the Republican Party was supposed to do something about it. Here to discuss this is Jenny Beth Martin, who actually participated – in a post-election press conference hosted by FedUp uh, PAC's Richard vigory I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. And so she has some, some opinions that are similar to mine. I talked a couple nights ago about the fact that I didn't understand why, with this happening in our country, with the deep state, and how upset the American people were about it, including Democrats, why the Republican Party has not done more to stop it, and why they didn't even discuss it on the campaign trail. And now we got to figure out what to do going forward. Hi, Jenny Beth. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. All right. So there, there, there I just kind of laid it out. You know, we, the American people even knew in 2016 that we had a problem going on with the tyranny in this country, the two sets of laws. We didn't know the extent of it, but we knew Hillary Clinton had committed crimes and gotten away with it. So then we see in the last two years all this going down, the frustration we've had with the fact that Jeff Sessions recused himself, which paved the way for this tyranny to continue and then the Republican Party has done nothing to stop it. Now we don't even control the House anymore. Now what can we do to stop this freight train going? We've got this out-of-control man who is, who's got a team of people around him, and their sole purpose is to continue to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton and others, as well as to, to continue to take down the President of the United States and, and destroy anybody else for political reasons. What do we do?
7: Yeah, and, um, and possibly to cover up their own actions, not just— uh, the fact that they wanted to cover up Hillary's uh, misdeeds and possibly even President Obama's, but also to cover up what they they did in in that effort to protect protect Hillary Clinton. And I, I, I know that's not exactly what we were going to what we were talking about tonight, but I feel your anger. I feel your frustration. It's maddening. And one thing we're going to have to do over the next two years and we'll see how aggressive the democrats become once they they uh take control of the gavel in january in the house we're going to have to show up at our democrat congressman's offices and make sure they understand that we think that the way that president trump is being treated is wrong and that we see this for what it is and it's very well they want it i don't think Mueller is going to be satisfied and i don't think that many of the Democrats who have just been elected are going to be satisfied until President Trump is no longer president. And that's what they are intent on doing right now.
3: Well, absolutely. But I actually think that, and have surmised for a while that it's even bigger than President Trump. You know, I think that we look at what happened to Kavanaugh. We look at what happened with Tea Party organizations with the IRS. I mean, the left's game plan is to destroy anybody who has any conservative or opposing viewpoint. And so, you know, if if they... So it's basically a blueprint to take down anybody and everybody who stands in, in their way, and if it's not, right. if it's not, if it, if it wasn't Trump, it'd be whatever other Republican president. And I think that this deep state kind of stuff has just been emboldened by Jeff Sessions and by other Republicans. I mean, we've got Jeff Flake on his way out, trying to set up protections for Bob Mueller, who you know, there's he who's. This entire special prosecutor situation is not even constitutional, and he's trying to basically set him up as though it's some fourth branch of government. The man can't be fired and can be just some out of control. One man is right now in control of our government, and it's just – we've got to get better Republicans being willing to stand up for it. And and as we go forward with elections, we've got 2020 coming up, You know, we need to make sure – That we, the mantra, let me just say it this way. The mantra going into the midterms was we need to vote for any Republican, regardless of who they are, because we've got to maintain the control for Congress for President Trump. Well, we lost that with the House. So now we got to look at the elections coming up. And what do we do with the Republican candidates? Do we, do we primary the incumbents? What should be the strategy going forward there?
7: Well, I, I think we've got to look at at a two ways. And what you're doing is um, the midterm, the the mid—I don't want to say midterm—but um, what I mean is it's a mid-level goal, mid-range goal. We've got short-term and mid-range, and then long-term goals, and um, we we need to be pay, We need to go back and and look at and the seats that have been lost, and it's going to be about 40 when it's all said and done because the seats continue to flip in California. Um, and we need to make sure that we are taking advantage or playing by the same rules that the Democrats are playing by in elections, especially when the the rules change as they did in california for how absentee ballots can come in then we need to show up and make sure that we are getting absentee ballots in for republicans and that we are doing all that we can to turn out the vote in every single way possible and that we're playing within the rules within any given state um, there are some seats and we're analyzing those now that the democrat won but won by about three points or less those seats may be able to flip back in two years from now, and if we're trying to flip those back, we don't have to focus quite as much on primarying people in the House as making sure we get the right candidate in those places to challenge challenge Democrats. So that provides an area of opportunity without some of the risk that may be involved in, in, in primarying people and the cost involved in primarying people. And in the very short term, I think that we have to watch what happens as soon as Democrats take control and be ready and willing and able to show up, be on the streets. Protest, have your flags, show your support for the president, go to Democrat um, congressmen's offices, get to D.C. If people are able to get to D.C., we're going to wind up having to call people to D.C. several times next year. I'm not sure when yet, but I, I anticipate that's going to happen. And we're going to have to show up and stand for our Constitution stand for our president, and stand for the future of the country. And and you are so right. There are two sets of rules. And mm-hmm. I've been on the, the short end of the stick, but it isn't just Tea Party groups. It isn't just President Trump. It's uh, Cheryl Atkinson has, Rosen has from Fox News. So many people have. And it's, it's completely wrong. And we have to stand up for the rule of law. Even when we're tired, we still have to keep standing up for it because – it, it's so critically important that we restore that restore that rule of law in our country.
3: Yeah, and and it's important that we don't give up a, as voters and as conservatives and as Republicans, and that we continue to fight. I know people are demoralized right now, because for example, you know we've got six thousand uh, people at, at the border, about twenty miles south of me, that just feel completely oh. entitled to come in here. We got women down there right now, Jeannie Beth, that they're they're threatening a fast. They're going to fast. And stop eating, uh, because that's supposed to that's supposed to make us feel so bad for them and motivate the American people to let them in. First of all, I'm looking at some of these women down there who look who, who look like they could stand to lose a few lbs because they don't look like they're coming from that impoverished conditions. Or maybe it's the same women that that uh, it's a two prong approach. They didn't want to eat the free food that they consider pig food anyway. So, you know, um, they're just going to not eat and try to try to, you know, th- there's rumors, by the way, that they're actually going to try to storm the border this weekend with the new Mexican to try to. So they're not just trying to shame us, but they want to try to put the pressure on the new shame. The new Mexican president who's going to be inaugurated. We, we've we got uh, all these people, even the Mexicans down there in TJ think that it's absolutely egregious that they're there. So we've got a president that's trying to do everything he can to stop them to enforce the rule of law we've got a Republican party that didn't build the wall and we've got a courts here that no matter what the president does, that he has the right to do as the executive, we still got the local courts here. Like we had a decision today to where Mm -hmm. that, that overturned president Trump and his right to, to stop the sanctuary state stuff. So, you know, the rule it, it, we, how do we restore the rule of law? When we got all these judges, we've got a president is doing everything he can do. We've got people like the migrants that are intent to come here and break in that don't have any respect for the rule of law. And we've got judges that don't have any respect for the rule of law and Democrats that don't have any respect for the rule of law. It's like we're being overrun.
7: It, 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 you're right. And when you lay it out like that, it, it it seems that way. And believe me, today I've been laying it out in the exact same way. And it's it's frustrating, it's maddening, and it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. What we have to do is remember – focus when it when it looks that bad focus where you can and remember the good things that are happening. And President Trump right now is doing all he can to keep the border secure and mm-hmm. we need to support those border patrol agents who, who are risking their lives to protect our border. I appreciate that and, yeah. and we have to continue to show our support for them. And then we just have to remember that in our country, change comes slowly and it's very frustrating and the left is trying to make it happen faster, but part of the frustration that they even have experienced is they couldn't make all the changes they wanted to have happen when President Obama was president. And the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. Mm -hmm. And when Benjamin Mm -hmm. Franklin said, I give you a republic if you can keep it, it's so important because it means that it's our job to keep the republic. And that means Mm -hmm. we have to stay engaged. I, I understand how depressing it can be because there are days when sometimes I think, I should just go start, cut my basement and prepare for the end of times. But those are the thoughts that keep me awake at night. Mm -hmm. The ones that keep, get me out of bed and make me remember, okay, I live in a good country. There's still an opportunity to make a difference. Those are the ones that you have to keep coming back to and know that everything that we do as we're working together towards Mm -hmm. the same goal is going to make a difference. We just need to make sure over the next three to six months, especially, that grassroots and conservatives around this country are working to, together in their own their own communities, but on the same message and towards the same specific action items. Um, we're going to have to be a bit more coordinated, I think, than we have been in the last couple of years in order to show the same uh, level of intensity that the Democrats and the liberals and the Democrat socialists have shown over the last two years.
3: Well, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you brought up that we need to stay focused on on positive things. And that's so important, because if President Trump, who's doing everything he can, this is a man that could he could he could. Uh, you know, give it up. He could have already bought an island and gone somewhere, Jenny Beth. But no, he is continuing to try to fight for this country. And as long as he is, we need to be thankful for him. We need to be thankful for every effort that he makes. Every inch that he of, of success that he gets is an inch that the left has lost. And we need to celebrate that. We need to celebrate the, the positive movement that he's made on behalf of us, including the border, but on taxes and everything else that he's done for us. And that's such a great reminder. And we do need to work together and get coordinated. And I thank you for all the efforts. That you're doing on on that behalf. Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. Thank you for being here.
7: Thank you so much.
3: All right. Now stay tuned because we got another amazing conservative lady who's going to be here. First time on the Andrea K. Show. Her name is Rachel Alexander. She's going to be here to talk about we got to push back. How how is the left trying to make some inroads on us in terms of silencing us? We're going to talk to Rachel Alexander about that when we come back. 888 344 1170.
1: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. This is
8: a story about a battle. Believe it or not, it's a real-life battle that happens every day, all around us. And sometimes people don't win. Sometimes stockings are still empty on Christmas morning, or kids go to bed hungry, or don't go to bed at all because they don't have a home, or even a place to sleep. Larry Elder here. That's why we are partnering with the Salvation Army, because they fight for good. With the help of generous people like you, we can help the Salvation Army fight to put food on tables, presents under the tree, and joy in the hearts of our neighbors most in need. So today, I'm asking you to go to teamelder.org. Please help us reach our goal of $150,000 by year's end. At teamelder.org, whether you give a little or a lot, every dollar does a world of good in your community. Consider a gift of $25, $50, or even $100. As we count down the number of giving days till Christmas, you're invited to support Love's Army by donating to the Salvation Army at teamelder.org. Love has an army. Together with the Salvation Army, we can continue doing the most good.
2: FM, 96.1 North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer.
3: Hi, this is Andrea Kay. On behalf of Move America Forward, we are underway in our drive to send care packages to our armed forces deployed overseas for Christmas, and we hope you'll join us. You have in the past, and we need your help again.
8: You walk down the post office, and there's a package with your name on it. You open it up. It's got coffee. It's got uh, candies. It's got socks. It's got all these items in there. And everyone around you like, man, that's awesome, I wish I could get a care package. And you share that with your uh, fellow uh, soldiers. You share that with your family members overseas with you.
3: Care packs are ready to go with all sorts of premium cookies, coffee, Gatorade, and even some holiday treats. However, we can't send any of them without your help. We're asking you to go to the phone and give generously, dictate a personal greeting, and then select the number of care packs you'd like to send. It's easy to do. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice.
8: When you receive that care package,
6: it. It resonates to everybody that there's somebody back home loving you and wanting you to be safe and showing that gratitude and that that uh, resonates throughout the entire unit, the entire House of Soldiers. Call
3: 855 the number 7 troops. 855 787 6677. Right now, to say thank you, for each $100 donation, you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House. That's 855 the number 7 and the word troops. Or give online at the theanswersandiego.com. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs. And while supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Call 855-THE-NUMBER-7-TROPS, troops 855 787 6677 That's 855-THE-NUMBER-7 and the word troops. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Message and data rates may apply.
6: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat, just stop? And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850.
2: FM ninety six point one AM eleven seventy. The Answer.
1: Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Um, first time guest on the Andrea K. Show, Rachel Alexander. She, you might uh, even even if you don't recognize the name, you would know her face. You've seen her on Newsmax and different. Other uh, TV appearances. She's also a regular contributor on Town Hall and the Christian Post, and she's the founder and the editor of Intellectual Conservative. And I know that you all appreciate a female intellectual conservative. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. Hey, thanks for having me on as a fellow media person. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks. Um, oh, I almost forgot to say to tell them that you were ranked by Right Wing News as one of the one of the fifty best conservative col- columnists from 2011 to to 2017 you go girl that's awesome you too i've been a fan of yours for last few years seeing you on fox news and everywhere as well oh thanks so much um Well, you know, it's it's great that we can do media for now, because if we were in Europe, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't necessarily be able to do media unless we said certain things that they wanted us to say. And I've been you know, the the movement here on the part of the left is that they want to do everything. They want to basically turn us into Europe ever. They want to implement European style every basically everything that's failed on the part of Europe, they're trying to do to us here, from the multiculturalism, the open borders, to um, you know their, uh, the European Union itself, which is instead of each country having its own sovereignty, and everything that they've imp- implemented there has failed. Uh, one of the things that's going on with the left, I want to play a clip for everybody because it sent a chill up my spine. So I want you guys to listen to this, and then Rachel and I are going to talk about it.
8: One basic element of this new agreement is the extension Of the definition of hate speech. The agreement want to criminalize migration speech. Criticism of migration will become a criminal offense and media outlets and that also concerns you that give room to criticism of migration can be shut down. The compound basic element of this
3: Wow. Um, that was the head of the European union stating that anybody who says anything anti-migration and any media outlet that gives a forum to anything that any statement that's negative to migration will be shut down. That's the European union. And when I was on, and I told you guys last night, I think when I was on, I was on tipping point with Liz Wheeler that, that I was on with Tipping Point to talk about how Chick-fil-A had been taken off of a co- – wasn't allowed on a college campus, how we've had the IRS scandal going on, which was against Tea Party groups, which was silencing them. We had Hobby Lobby being uh, silenced. What's going on with Facebook and Twitter? Our friend Laura Loomer uh, was uh, chained herself to Twitter yesterday, I think it was, in New York City because they are blocking – conservatives on Twitter. The left is is using a variety of different means right now in the United States in order to silence op- the opposition and, and to silence us. And it's not going to be just Europe going forward that's going to be criminalizing speech, but it's coming here to our country, Rachel. And, it, and I think it's something that the American people need to wake up and realize it's coming. Your thoughts? Exactly.
9: I have said for years now, You know, however goes Europe, so goes the United States. I mean, that's where we came from. You know, that was our original founding fathers before we had founding fathers. You know, wherever, uh, you know, the U.K. in particular goes, you can see the U.S. going there next. Now, at least the U.K. is probably one of the least worst of the European countries because it's actually trying to do the whole Brexit and get out of the European Union. But what we see of the European Union trying to, criminalized talk against illegal immigration, that is nothing more than Orwellian. Because yeah. right now, illegal immigration, it's a crime. And, you know, it, even if it's not prosecuted as a crime in the United States, my ex-boss, when I was a prosecutor at the Maricopa County Attorney's Office, he would prosecute Im- illegal immigrants for felonies, for conspiring to smuggle themselves into the
3: country. Yeah, and uh, it's... Uh... Here we, here, you're right about it being Orwellian. One of the things I thought of was burning books, and I, I flashed the scene of in, in the movie. Uh, I, which one was the movie? Not Raiders of the Lost Ark, but another Fahrenheit one. four fifty one. Yo, that's that's the book. In fact, that's that's one of the books that my GM mentioned. You know, the liberals they liberal they call themselves progressive. There's nothing progressive about tyranny. What whether they're liberals in Europe or whether they're liberals here, liberalism is where liberty goes to die. It's it's about complete. Control over us. They want to tell us what we can eat. They want to tell us what kind of car we can drive. They want to tell us what we're allowed to teach our children, and you know, and if they've got to, they've got to censor our books. Today, I don't know if you heard the latest report. There's a song that that radio now radio stations aren't allowed to play because you know it, it violates the Me Too movement. It's all about control, control, control. And one of the things that I was concerned about with gay marriage was that it wasn't really about marriage, the the people that were pushing for that. It was really about to get to the next step, which is where they could criminalize uh, preachers or pastors who might want to give a sermon about traditional uh, marriage. If the left can silence us who are conservatives and christians if they can silence us by not allowing our tea party groups uh 503 501 3c groups to start if they can silence us by forcing bakeries to bake cakes for gay marriage if they can silence us by not allowing uh or conversion therapy to happen if they can silence us by shutting us off of facebook or twitter then they can get the ultimate control over society yes
9: that's exactly what i've been saying too and the thing is because they know they're losing the substantive debate they can't win in you know a real debate with us they silence us by these vicious means that go against the constitution they go against our right to free speech and you know where there's not you know a right to free speech because some of these platforms like Twitter and Facebook and Google they're not technically you know public forums but that's where all the free speech takes place now that's where they are silencing us they are ruling and controlling these big tech giants the left is and they are using them to shut down our voices so we have nowhere else to go and they've taken over so many areas of society liberals have taken over um education they've taken over the media they've taken over hollywood they've taken over the legal system so we are as conservatives are just getting you know put back into this small corner where Mm -hmm. we're barely able to talk out of our own homes
3: yeah and um, what concerns me about Democrats is, and I, I, even even a lot of conservatives I don't think are really aware of the slow creep of the of the removal of our freedoms in this country. Otherwise, I would have to think that more people would have gotten out to vote and even enough to even overcome the illegalities that happen across the country in terms of the attempts to steal elections. I would think that if we had more uh, even conservatives concerned about the attempts from the Democrats to control us with, with tyrannical means, I would think. We don't even have enough conservatives about it, uh, concerned about it. But so many Democrats love the idea of hate speech legislation and criminalizing speech because they, they don't believe that it would affect them in any way. They don't understand that they themselves will end up being thrown at jail at some point if they allow this this kind of control and criminalizing of thought and speech to happen in our country. Every American needs to wake up. And one other area that we haven't talked about yet, Rachel, in the minute we have left, in which uh, people's speech and uh, tyranny is happening in the country and the ways that people are being silenced is the deep state with the FBI and the DOJ. Every aspect of what's going on with this Mueller investigation is about punishing President Trump for being a conservative and for politics.
9: Yeah, no, that is really scary, and they want to shut down anyone who dares to speak up against the deep state, who dares to point it out. I mean, I don't know if you know my whole history – but I used to work as a high-level appointee to a prominent conservative uh, politician. They came after me for nine-plus years, destroyed my life, destroyed everything, Mm -hmm. and that's what they will do. They will start with a little guy around President Trump, and that's how they will take him down. The deep state has the same pattern every time. You go after the easy fall guys first, and their main goal is Trump at the end.
3: You know, I did not know your story, and I've been saying, I-, I talked about it at the top of the show and then with uh, Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. That, you know, I was talking about the whistleblower who was raided 16 agents, showed up at his door and raided his home, even though he had already given the documents over. And that was nothing more than a show of force meant to meant to frighten him and frighten other Americans into keeping silent and not speaking up again at the jackboot of tyranny. And I've been saying that if it could happen to him, if it could happen to Jerome Corsi, Papadopoulos, Trump, any uh, now Trump's family is in the crosshairs. It can happen to anybody. And now you're telling me that that's the kind of thing that's already happened to you. It's so
9: common. I had no idea until it happened to me how much has happened to other people from Michelle Malkin to Ali Akbar. Um, They come after all of us, and we are all just, you know, Sarah Palin. You know, why do you think she retired, resigned as governor? You know, they came after her so hard you can't even function anymore.
3: Wow. Well, next time we have you on, you'll have to give us more details about what happened there. How can people read your stuff? And I think you told me today that you're working on another article.
9: Oh, yeah. I've got another article coming out on uh, this similar subject. Um, please go to stream.org to read it, and you can follow me personally at intellectualconservative.com.
3: Well, thank you, Rachel Alexander. I appreciate your being here. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye now. Bye now. All right, now stay tuned because we come back. We've got Cine- Cinema Sticks has his movie review. We've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, and we've even got another little a little story about a little train here in California to bring you. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea Kasher coming up. On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They're no longer receiving care packs and reminders of a home. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice. Call 855 the number 7 troops, 855 787 6677. Right now, to say thank you, for each $100 donation, you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House. That's 855 the number 7 and the word troops, or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Please join Move America Forward to send care packs full of premium coffee, jerky, cookies, personal care items, and more. Call 855 7 troops, that's 855 7 troops, or give online at the answer
1: one lucky VIP club member could win their mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. It's a
3: Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter
1: to win by visiting TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app to check out the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Sponsored by San Diego's real estate authority, John Reeves with Reef Point Real Estate. It's critical you work with an agent you can trust and who has a track record of guaranteeing your success every time in writing. Learn more at JRHasTheBuyers.com. That's JRHasTheBuyers.com
10: That's SurroundSanDiego.com, connecting you with new customers.
0: Enter for a chance to win a free copy of the book, Why We Fight, by Sebastian Gorka. America needs a clear, unifying doctrine if we are to succeed in the war on terror, says security, strategy, and counterterrorism expert Sebastian Gorka, author of national bestseller Defeating Jihad, and former deputy assistant to the President of the United States. Enter now for your chance to win one of five copies of this book from The Answer San Diego. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the app to check out and participate
2: in today's contest, polls, and surveys. FM 96.1 AM
1: 1170. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer, San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show rolling into the final segment here on this Friday. I'm glad to put this week to bed. Thank you, DJ carrot for bringing me in a fan. I it got so hot in the studio earlier and I couldn't even, I couldn't even get my sentences out in the last segment, but I thought Rachel Alexander knocked it out of the park. Glad she was on with me.
4: Um, you're pretty quick there. During the break, uh, the first break, you took your leg warmers off.
3: I, yeah, I did. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and that's not secret information because people on Facebook Live saw that.
3: Um, anyway, so Cinema Sticks, you got a movie review for us.
4: Yes, I do. And, you know, because we're not allowed to play um, certain music here, I brought in my kazoo to help me with this one.
3: Oh, okay. Play it, brother. <laughs>
4: So yes, the movie was Bohemian Rhapsody. Is that You're
3: what there. that's supposed to be playing in the background of yeah. the kazoo? <laughs> that don't sound like Bohemian Rhapsody, my friend.
4: Well, it was the best. It was the best I could do. Okay. But it, I, it was a good movie. So Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, it's a biopic. It's the story of Queen, okay, the, the rock band, okay, and it's a great story of perseverance. Um, you know, he really sacrificed a lot to make his dream come true of being a rock star and um, there's a lot of origins of famous songs in there. I, I'm not a big Queen fan mm-hmm. myself, but I love the movie, and there was a bunch of songs that I watched in the movie go, oh, I didn't realize they did that, and, or they did this one, and then they kind of told the origin of how that song got created. So that was pretty cool. I, I really That's liked interesting. it. interesting, yeah. They do touch a little bit on his homosexuality because it was a part of his life and yeah. eventually his demise. Right. But it was, there wasn't any, you know, sex scenes or anything like that, so I kind of appreciated that. The soundtrack was awesome. People... Sitting next to me, were clap, uh, clapping and snapping their fingers and oh, stuff. That's so awesome. it was a great movie. I give it four out of five cinema sticks. Really? And look for a surprise cameo from a comedian. Okay. So I, I saw the movie and I go, that guy looked a little, his beard looked a little funny. So I went back to see who it was, and I was surprised. It's oh, a comedian. In-
3: interesting. Now, did the actor who played Freddie Mercury sing the, the songs himself? Kind of like uh, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix did and walked the line, or or did he just lip sync?
4: Now I'm not too sure for the actual movie, uh, where they how they got the song if it was actually him. But I did see his tryouts, so I believe it was him singing all the songs. Really? Because I saw a couple YouTube tryout videos of other people, and this guy who sang, and he did an amazing job. And I, he must have lost like eighty pounds or something for the role.
3: Wow! Because there there are very few voices. As amazing and as rock operatic as Freddie Mercury, I wasn't a big fan of Queen's music either, um, but uh, you know there was no question of his talent and his ability. I heard, and I don't know if it was featured in the movie, that with his buck teeth, that he actually you know chose not to get braces or do anything with that because it would have affected his his vocal uh, abilities. So yeah, that was did touch
4: that on, about that in the movie? You have to watch the movie and see he talks All about right. it.
3: All right. Well, now it's time for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, for Stink of the Week, there was so many. I put it out to you guys, and it was, seemed like it was tied. A lot of people thought Geraldo would be Stink of the Week for the way that he tried to, you know, to be all sympathetic for the caravan, the migrants, of which at least 600 are violent. There was a convicted murderer who spent 10 years in jail in Honduras who was arrested. Ms. 13. Uh, we, you know, they they rushed the border and tried to attack us. And Dan Bongino, who's a nominee for Here of the Week, put him in his place on Fox News because Geraldo couldn't answer the question what he would do if he was a Border Patrol agent with a rock being thrown at his head. So he's a nominee for Stink of the Week. Bette Midler, though, who tweeted out Giddy... About the prospect of President Trump and his family being hung and hung high. About a week after a controversy of a Republican woman who made a joke not specific to Obama or anybody, they wanted to destroy her high down in Mississippi because she said something about public hangings. Bed Mittler is runner-up for Stink of the Week. Uh, for uh, Here of the Week, some people nominated Kid Rock because he called Joy Behar the B word, but I've got a little-known lady named fluchi who I think is
11: Hero of the Week. Listen to Miss Fluchi. Hey, y'all. I just want to make a quick video on, like, a lot of people have been asking me, how do I stay so financially stable? And I'm going to show you. It's real simple. It's real easy. It's convenient. You know, um, a lot of people think it's a gimmick, but I'm here to reassure you it's not. I'm going to show you in the next couple of videos how you can make this much cash In a weekly time frame, this is this is how much you make in a week. She's showing me. And I cannot make this up. This is real cash, you guys. Mm -hmm. And the first step is, if you are interested, all you have to do is get a (laughs) job. Okay, wake your ass up right now, cause it's time. Early bird catches the worm. Fill out some. Applications and get you a f-ing job, okay? Yeah, you speak it, Flucci. You tell it to them
3: out there, you tell them. Cause you know, with this whole entitlement mentality we got going on, she did more to turn, to turn around the minds and to counter what's being taught to these kids in these, in these indoctrination centers that used to be called schools. That Fluci, she did more learning in that one video that went viral on Twitter than anything going on out there in these schools today. So that is my hero of the week. She is just an everyday woman named Fluci. And Fluci told people the truth now. Love you all. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll be right back here Monday at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe.